the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you and welcome to The Word, our KSLR Church of the Week program, where, well, this is what we do. We like to remind you that this is something that the, the Bible says to do here. In 1 Timothy five seventeen, it says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. And uh, one of the great joys, one of the great perks of, of my job here on The Word is that I get to introduce you to the men and women on the front lines in our battle for the kingdom who teach and preach the Word. But... I'm going to introduce you to somebody right now who not only does that, boy, he serves in a lot of different ways. Uh, he marries and buries, of course, like all good folks do. He counsels and, and shares wisdom, uh, but not afraid to uh, to pull weeds in the front yard of the church and uh, erase a blackboard or two or a whiteboard nowadays, as, uh, as that's what we do. Hey, with me today is a pastor from Thousand Oaks Bible Church on Jones-Maltzberger Road. It's Pastor Chuck Humbert. Thank you so much for being here, Pastor Chuck. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very pleased to be here. Do they all call? Do they call you Pastor Chuck or Chuck? What do they call you? Know, you know, I tell them in the Bible it was just like Luke, Peter, John. So I actually intentionally tell people just call me Chuck. Yeah. And they have a pastor parking spot spot right out front that I've been there eleven and a half years. I've never parked in at one time. I think the pastor parking spot is the one about fifty yards from the building. So, Good call. Uh, um, so who parks in that spot then? Actually, nobody. It just sits there. <laughs> it's like the tomb of the unknown pastor. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So uh, Thousand Oaks Bible Church there. Now, I used to live in that neighborhood over there. When I was driving by, I used to say Thousand Oaks Baptist Church. So there was a change in the name. In the name, not in the uh, denomination. We're proud to be Southern Baptist Church. But about four to five years ago, we did drop the name Baptist and inserted the name Bible just because it affords us better receptivity in the neighborhood. And when we pass out cards in restaurants, the people will receive that card better than when it said Baptist. Sure, sure, sure. And, uh, and, how, and how long have you been there, Pastor? I came in uh, August of 2005, so wow. August uh, this year will be 12, 12 years. Ah, congratulations. Yeah. That's great. Uh, there, there's a long history of some pastors that have been in that, uh, in that church. Do you know when the church was founded? It's like 33 years old, and mm-hmm. um, you know one of the pastors that previously was uh, Robert Emmett, who I've went heard of on him. to uh, over. Yeah, so Whatever we like I... to think CBC is a little mission church that we started. <laughs> Planted, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not really though. Well, that's cool. Um, and then let's just talk about the church. How did you get there? Um, uh, I forget how who made the first contact, but the search team from there. Uh, we were pastoring a church in uh, Denver, and. Um, Loved the area there, loved the climate and everything, but um, we just heard about this church that was really struggling, and so um, we prayed and uh, yeah, came to San Antonio. Welcome home. Were you here before? We were here at uh, another church, Alamo City Christian Fellowship, from uh, 1995 to 2001, Yeah, and then went to Colorado for four years, and then here so yeah san antonio we bounce back and forth the one constant is the spurs are always good that's right <laughs> god bless us all 
That's hilarious. Um, well, then, um, Pastor, let's go back. I guess if we can start from the beginning. No, let's talk about the church real quick here, too. Let's talk about what happens on a Sunday morning there. Church starts at, I guess, with Bible study in Sunday school? Bible study at 915. We do all ages, and we, we intentionally make sure that we teach the Bible. We don't want to teach curriculum. We, the Bible is our primary source, and uh, then we preach. And once again, um, I figure my opinions don't really matter at all, and, mm. but the uh, Scripture is preeminent, and so we use a lot of Scripture in our outlines. People respond to that. They, they, they tell me that, that they— that's what they like about our church. And then um, on Wednesday night we have um, – right now we're in a Dave Ramsey series that starts at 6 o'clock. Our Awana starts at 6 – Is that the Financial Peace University? Yes, the Financial Peace University. Is that and something that you just do once a year or do you do – We're going to do it twice this year, once on Wednesday nights. But then we have so many people that work in Awana that they want to do it ah. uh, like during the summer when there's, we, we take a break from Awana. So, good, uh, good, good, good. So uh, and then one at six fifteen, and then adult Bible studies at six thirty. Adult and youth Bible studies at six thirty. Is it too late to, to hop into the Dave Ramsey class since you've already got got it going? We've gone through three already, so I that's gotcha. a third of the time. So uh, yeah, probably be All the right. best thing to catch the next one. Very good. But it's it's we've probably running four times our. Wednesday night average because of uh, the Dave Ramsey. It's and you don't have to be a member to go to the Dave Ramsey. No, things. we have several that we've never met before. What a great on. evangelical tool it is for you then mm-hmm. to get these people into your church. Well, if you want to learn more about that and learn more about the church, just go to their website. It's a thousandoaks-sa.com and thousand oaks. Thousand is the number one zero 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 thousandoaks-sa.com. As the church is on Jones Maltzberger Road, right there at the corner of Jones Maltzberger and uh, Thousand Oaks, mm-hmm. right there. Uh, what, what's what's next to you there? I'm trying to see. Pizza, it's real close. Yeah, yeah. Right. And HEB is real close, too. Right there in that, that section there, too. And if you'd like to call the church uh, and get more information about, uh, well, the uh, the financial piece or, or what's going on at Thousand Oaks, here's the number. It's 210-494-4664. And we're here with Pastor Chuck Humbert from Thousand Oaks Bible Church there, too. And which goes back to you guys using the scripture <laughs> yes. a lot there, too. You've got the name uh, Bible right there. Uh, and you back that up, too, on your website, even in your belief statement. Everything is just backed up with Scripture. I've actually never seen so many Scriptures uh, <laughs> listed on <laughs> uh, on their belief page, which is the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's talk about you, Pastor, getting the call to the ministry. What happened? I was uh, going through high school in Chicago. I was really uh, one of the kids that just – I didn't even go to my high school graduation and uh, – just really mixed up. I was already uh, matriculated in the University of Illinois to be a psychology major. Got invited to go to a youth camp, and I remember the day, August 17th, 1972. I was at Schaefer Lake in Monticello, Indiana. The speaker was given the plan of salvation during the message, and I stopped him right in the middle of the message. I said, sir, sir, and he said, what? I said, I want to do that right now, and he says, right now? And I said, yeah, I mean, why wait? And he says, okay, and he stopped this thing, and we cool. went. And uh, and the prayer that I uh, asked him, the Lord, to be my Savior, I also asked him to be my Lord. And I surrendered to the ministry on the spot, switched uh, to go to Baptist Bible College in Springfield, Missouri, went there four years, then started working on a master's degree at Missouri State, then University of Texas. What was the seminary like? Uh, well, I mean, I didn't go to seminary. I went to oh, Bible so, college. Bible college. I beg your pardon. <clears throat> At that time, it was the largest accredited Bible college in the United States, yeah. and uh, it's about three thousand students. And uh, every class you went to, you had to memorize a lot of verses. Like doctrine class, it was one hundred sixteen. Personal evangelism class, it was two hundred. Bible history, it was sixty eight. 
I mean, I still remember those numbers because they blew my mind. I was, I didn't come, I wasn't the star of a youth group coming into Bible college. I yeah. didn't know most of the stuff that everybody knew, but, but man, I, I filled my mind up with scripture. And then over the years, I've journaled verse by verse through the Bible several times over. And if you go into my office right now, you could steal my commentaries, you could steal my books, but nobody please steal my journals because those are, I can take you to the <laughs> journal where, my brother died, my dad died, where a son died, and uh, the, those things, I can just document what God was doing in my heart, and they're precious. Mm. Let's talk about your dad for a second there, too. What, uh, what influence did he have on your life, or maybe what influence did you have on him? How did that dynamic work? The short version is dad came up in a really poor background and um, started working for the railroads uh, with one year of college <clears throat> and became senior vice president of the B&O Railroad, then the Illinois, or then the Reading Railroad, then the Illinois Central, made a ton of money, hundreds of thousands a year, had his own railroad car. And uh, when he saw me in Bible College, he realized uh, he wasn't where he needed to be with the Lord. Hmm. And uh, he and Mom walked away from a lucrative uh, setting in uh, Olympia Fields Country Club neighborhood in Chicago, and he started a church outside of Austin in Cedar Park. At that time, it was called Hilltop Baptist Temple. It grew from oh, I'm 15. Sorry. From Illinois to Texas to Austin, Texas? Yeah. just We'd never even been to Texas. Not on well, vacation. Why Austin, Texas? He got in a car and just drove and said the Lord was going to lead him to a place. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and, he, and he liked the idea of being in Austin because it was the state capital. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, he wanted to be on a hill. So that they got a hill uh, right out in the north part. And uh, and uh, wow. grew from 16 to, or 15 to about 650. And... and uh, and after that point, we felt like it was time for us to to be on our own, to do our own ministry. So we hated leaving there, but then uh, we ended up... Uh, Coming to San Antonio then after that? We went to Victoria oh, okay. and uh, got involved at a great church, and the youth ministry was phenomenal. And um, Were you a youth pastor then? Yes. I yes, gotcha. Yes, and uh, became the chaplain for the football team, the basketball team, and... When they would, uh, the school would make the playoffs, uh, they would, the school district would actually pay for my hotel and meals and everything, mm. which was, I never how they figured out how they did that, but uh, they did. But it was wonderful years, and that church just treated us spectacular. Sweet. It was amazing. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Hey, you're listening to The Word here on AM 630, The Word, and it's our KSLR Church of the Week program. Uh, today, we're proud to honor Pastor Chuck Humbert of Thousand Oaks Bible Church right there on Jones Maltzberger. And uh, they meet every Sunday morning at 9.15 for Bible study. Worship starts at 10.30. And uh, also, too, are your sermons available online? Can they check I you out? I believe they are. They're podcasts. And yeah. I've, I've never on listened iTunes? to me. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, I saw an iTunes link, I think, uh-huh. so I, I need yeah. to go check it out there. Yeah. So well, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, online, though, at thousandoaks-sa.com. And if you'd like to call the church, the number is 210-494-4664. Uh, Pastor, let's talk about... Wow, well, I kind of want to stay with, with with some of your story there too, and and um, and, and I'm sorry, we, we were talking about the youth, uh, and and Awana's meets uh, there. You got a great youth program there too. I saw that that uh, boy. You do some retreats out in the hill country and uh, lock-ins, and what's happening in the youth department? We are so blessed. Uh, we have a uh, a lay person leading our youth. His name is George McGuire. He's a really successful businessman. He has his own Griswold home health care business. Then he was invited to be a co-owner in a road construction business, Atos, A-E-T-O-S. Mm-hmm. And uh, because he's done so well, he's actually arranges his schedule where he could be at our staff meetings uh, on Tuesdays. 
and he gives a lot of his own money to make wow. sure that kids that uh, that want to go to events don't have to worry about money, and uh, and he's a phenomenal leader. Just uh, you know, my dad used to say, if you want to get 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 something done, give it to the busiest person you know, because those people know how to work with time. Where people, the free time, you know, it's like rainwater; it goes in the path of least resistance. Yeah. And so George is busy, but man, you you give him something to do, and. He is on it. He is just amazing. He is a true gift to our church. Excellent. And making great disciples, too, I'm yes. sure, out of those youth. Yes. Great, great thing. Yeah, the, the youth department there is called uh, Pulse Youth there, mm-hmm. as, as seen at uh, thousandoaks-sa.com. Uh, and then in the women's ministry department, I see you've got a MOPS program happening. We do. We have uh, Mother's Day out. We have um, a Thursday morning Bible study. We have Tuesday night Bible studies. I just met with the ladies' ministry leaders last Thursday night in our home, and uh just ask them, what's your vision for this year? Where are you going to set the, the standard? And I was just so enthused hearing what they had to share. And we have some amazing ladies. And then we have a lot of ladies that are very open that they, you know, we're not an image church. Nobody comes in with their Bible tucked under the chin. Yeah. It's a very real place. And so it's a place that you can get prayed over and, and get uh, loved on. Excellent. I get that because uh, just before you walked in there, our digital director, her name is Melissa, says, Baron. Our pastor, my pastor's here, <laughs> and she did uh, love on you uh-huh. uh, behind the scenes there too. She yeah. said that they were they were so blessed from day one that when they came in and sat down, that you recognized them. Mm-hmm. You were engaged in a conversation up in the front, and you saw that they were new. That you went out of your way and came over and introduced yourself and made them feel so warm and welcome. Uh, that that's just where they they got planted. So thank you for for uh, f- you have a very loving church, and the starts yes. at the top there, sir. If I can mm-hmm. say. Well, I, you know, you, you're only as good as the, the Lord's work and the people you have. And we, uh, I think it's a sign of a healthy church. It doesn't have to be big. It's, it's, but the percentage of your people that are involved in ministry to me is a better indicator of health. And we have probably 80% of our church is inv- involved in some ministry, whether it's feeding the homeless, mm-hmm. jail ministry, taking food uh, to the long-term wounded down at uh, Bamsey. Mm-hmm. But about 80% of our church is doing something every month. And that, that to me is... Uh, uh, a, a great thing about our church. Well, you do something else uh, that's outside the four walls of the church there, uh, besides everything that you do on your one day off. Uh, <laughs> you like to help our city's finest with the San Antonio Police Department. What's what's going on there? You know, this is where I could train wreck this interview. I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I became, um, in the fall of 19, or 19, 2015, um, I'd heard about the Citizens Police Academy. I would encourage anybody, anybody in San Antonio to attend this. It's free. Mm-hmm. It's 11 weeks. It's on Tuesday nights for three hours from 7 to 10. And during that course, you will you will be with the canine dogs. You'll be with the helicopter from the SAPD. You'll be with homicide. You'll be with white-collar crime, gang-related, every aspect of police ministry, and it's free. And I... When I first thought I was going to be de- devoting three hours, and I live way north, and this is down on on the the loop on the south part of town. Yeah, I thought I can't I can't arrange my schedule. I went the first week, and I thought I will never miss this. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, from that, then I did you I get the entered, helicopter ride then too, and uh, not at that point, but I did eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I then uh, that was the Bravo class from. Um, uh, October to December, and then January 2016, I started as a chaplain. And from the very first ride, my heart was moved for for our police, mm-hmm. the men and women. But my heart was moved for the people that were being arrested, that were making poor choices with their life, that 
so many of them I got to talk to, and they, they there's nothing telling them this is the way walkie in it. I mean, they they their their life is just defeated and hopeless, and so. So you get to go on the ride-alongs where this, the, the call happens, and you get to minister right there. Yeah, I mean, you they get hand uh, delivered to minister. Yeah, they are. They are, and and you know, there's four shifts a day. There's seven days a week, and uh, it's up to you. You pick your shift. You go the day you go because the there's a terrible shortage of uh, of uh, chaplains mm. also. But uh, you get in that car, and you understand the decisions the police have to make and how fast they have to make them. Mm. It, if you if you did that, I don't think you'd be so quick to judge. Um, now, I'm not saying all police are, are perfect. They're not. There's they're just there's bad policemen, just like there's bad business people, bad athletes. When I say bad, I mean people I that you. are making bad choices. Mm-hmm. And and uh, but by and large, the, the SAPD is professional. They're competent. They care. I've seen patience. I've seen restraint. I've seen love from those officers. Yeah. And to me, it's a privilege to ride every week with uh with the sap and i just uh had a hand in getting one of our former teenagers from youth ministry who was just in town this week to be uh at one of the recruiting events but if you're interested yeah let me just give a plug and say go to sapd careers and uh and you can find out that information but very rewarding obviously for you yes wow uh and again there's a shortage of, of police officers in san antonio i think we both know there too and the morale is is another challenge for our, our city there uh, and so we'll, we'll just join me with the pastor and, and just pray for our finest as we uh, uh, honor you again for serving like you do, even on your day off. This is mm-hmm. what you do. But I want to hear about that helicopter ride there. Did you get to fly over your church? I did. We, <laughs> they they didn't take me up just to take me up, but a lot of times <laughs> they need an aerial assistance on like a flight risk or something like that. And once you're up in the air, then they go ahead and circle uh, 1604. So it really was a different uh, perspective of San Antonio than I normally get. Yeah. I've flown in many times, and you, but you're coming in so fast you don't really see it. But they uh, just to go see SeaWorld and yeah. U- UTSA or USAA, and it, it was a pretty uh, panoramic view. But those guys are very professional up there, and there's not a lot of chit-chat going on. I mean, it's, uh, they're still doing a job, so it, it was, it's a privilege to go. Well, again, we honor you for, for doing and serving like you do. Uh, back to the church here, uh, Thousand Oaks Bible Church there on Jones Maltzburg Road, uh, right off of Thousand Oaks. It's ironic; it's not Jones Maltzburger Church; it's Thousand Oaks. But <laughs> <laughs> you're right around the right around the corner there. Um, and let's see here. I wanted to uh, t- talk about the worship that happens there. You're a music guy. I kind of figured out from just studying your Facebook page there. You enjoy music. In fact, you and Chris Tomlin have a history. <laughs> well, my music part is that I like it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. I am actually rib- rhythm death, and if I'm uh, <laughs> clapping my hands, You're that my guy. wife will reach over, grab my hands, and she'll just go in a sweet, loving way, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I can hit two notes when I sing, but I can't hit them in any particular there order. But man, I love music, and one of the things I do is um, – Saturday nights, I have a worship service. I go to YouTube, and I go to... Get your praise on, Oh, huh? man, a Brooklyn Tabernacle yeah. Choir, Elevation, different different groups, and and I worship. And, and I don't offend anybody with my voice because it's my wife and I, and she knows she can go upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sunday morning, a lot of times, I have another worship time. And it's... it's I don't mean short times. I mean hour and a half, two hours, mm. and really something. But, yeah, I, I met Chris Tomlin at a uh, youth thing called Super Summer, and... Uh, he became a good friend. I loved his sense of humor. In those days, he would take a, a Garth Brooks song like Shameless 
and he turned it into a song about being shoeless. Yeah. And it would be hilarious. He'd just change the lyrics. And, and his humility, I think, is what God has honored because he, he readily would uh, pick to work with the middle school kids rather than the, the, you know, the junior, senior kids or whatever. Yeah. Just a great, humble heart. And I've got to do youth camps with him over the years. Cool. And, uh, a great guy. Our, our current worship leader, just he's still pretty new. He, uh, we called him last uh, spring from uh, outside of ten- in, in Tennessee, and he came in June, and he's been with us since then. And our, our, our worship service is mostly contemporary. I'd say mm-hmm. maybe 80%, but about 20% we still uh, do hymns. And then some yeah. Sundays we might do mostly hymns, yeah. but uh, we don't, we're not working on any kind of ratio. We're doing on what where the Lord leads him as he prepares. So we, we love Justin Hahn, and uh, he's got a great – worship team he's discipling and so we're once again very thankful for what the lord's provided us did you grow up in the liking christian music i guess in, in that same scene or did you have up, any, no I, you didn't no i, did, I wouldn't i no, didn't become a christian until so, after my yeah. senior year so uh yeah i was like uh creators clearwater revival three dog oh, night <laughs> things like well, that but uh but yeah but once uh there's some gospel in there somewhere yeah some the uh there's so many songs that uh like sunday i used in our, our in my sermon i used the the actual concept video for Chainbreaker by Zach Williams. Uh-huh. Um, coming up, I'll be using the Redeemed. Uh, uh, but there, there are people that take those songs now and then put you know imagery for the concept. And right. I like visual aids in the, the service. I think it's not a crime to be interesting, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we try to do things that like that that promote understanding and, and music as a way to reach not only You're all right. worship the uh, not only the uh, with your heart but with your eyes. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing there. Uh, knowing that you've got a heart for worship, a heart for youth, and a heart for the police and, and for your family, et cetera, there too. You also have a sense of humor that's a little off the beaten track there. And you, you display that with your far side posts there on your Facebook page and, uh, and, and whatnot. Where does that come from there? Well, my whole life, I, I was the guy in school that would imitate the teachers and the uh, uh, practical jokes in the church office i've been a terror to the people i've worked with the practical jokes my wife like what what was a good one um one time i took like out of the the one of the musical greeting cards yeah. uh the little sound thing right. and i put it in the, the church secretary's sewing kit and put it deep into her desk drawer and i told everybody in the room you don't hear anything yeah so she came in and said do you hear that music? And we're like, what music? And she goes, no, there's music. We're like, no, she's not. And she would look around her desk and she couldn't find it. And she was just going like crazy. And she said, I mean it. There's music. And we're like, Nancy, there's, there's no music, Nancy. And, and then finally she looked at her drawer and found it. And said, I found it. <laughs> it was hilarious. But, uh, How fun. Oh, my goodness. My wife has told me many times, she said, uh, if you were not funny, I would have killed you. Yeah, <laughs> and she, that helps. But we've been married. It'll be 43 years oh, um, on August 25th. And, man. I had uh, you pegged at 50 years old, but uh, yeah. you're, you're in good shape, sir. Well, I got married at 10. Yay. So, yeah. But, no, actually, Tennessee we were teenagers. Again. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, my wife had just turned 19 two weeks earlier, and I just turned 22 weeks earlier. So two weeks earlier, I'd have been 19. She'd have been 18. How did you meet her in, in the at Bible, Bible College? college? Yeah. yeah. It was uh, love at first sight for me. She turned me down the first couple times Uh-oh. I asked her out. But, uh you know, Bible says, be not weary and well-doing for due season. You will reap if you faint not. Okay. So uh, I kept asking her, and she finally said yes, and the rest is history. Well, congratulations to you. Uh, yeah, we've been blessed with four kids. Three of them we got to raise. One of them God got to raise. And so uh, 
and all three of our kids are married and active in our church. And we have one of our grandkids is even on the cover of H-E-B Baby Diapers. Hey. Not that I'm proud of that, but I'll say it again. Sure. Our daughter is married. <laughs> the baby's on the cover of H-E-B Baby Diapers. So, so how many boxes of diapers do you have in your closet that we you don't were, need? The first time they came out, we were buying them and sending them all over the country. <laughs> and to this, pop, the, right? this is the honest truth. To this day, I do all our grocery shopping. If I walk past a baby aisle and I see anybody near the diapers, this is the honest yep. truth. I go right down. I pop out the phone with a picture of Kylie, and I said, check this out. Look, that's my granddaughter. That's right, <laughs> as you should. And people look at me like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Pastor Chuck Humbert from Thousand Oaks Bible Church, uh, would you take a minute and uh, invite our great listeners here on The Word to say, hey, come, come see us? You know, I'd, I'd love to invite you to our church. You know, it's not a big church, but I tell you what, it's a, it's a unified, happy, healthy church, and we would love to have you uh, be a part of what we do, and we'd love to have you feel have the opportunity to to serve in our church. And if you don't mind me giving a plug, I please we, we now need a uh, a drummer for our worship team. We have people that kind of drum, but we're looking for somebody that that's their thing. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're interested in that, call that number of the church, the four nine four forty six sixty four, and we'd love to give you a place to serve the Lord doing that. Excellent. The Thousand Oaks Bible Church right there at uh, 15801 Jones-Malsberger Road, right there at Jones-Malsberger and Thousand Oaks. And again, the number is uh, 210-494-4664 and the website thousandoaks-sa.com. Pastor, anything else? Thank you for the privilege of uh, listening to this and the hope uh, uh, the Lord encourages you. Thank it. you for, for what you do and for serving the body, uh, the, the church here in San Antonio and for uh, just a special God bless you. We, we love you. And we honor you, and we thank you for being our KSLR Church of the Week, sir. Thank you. Amen, and thank you. If you enjoyed this conversation like I did, I'm going to hear this again. Just go to our podcast page at uh, am630theword.com. Uh, check out our Church of the Week page, and you can learn more about Thousand Oaks Bible Church. And again, hear uh, this program again on demand, plus all those great devotionals that Pastor Chuck shared with us uh, all this week. I'm Baron Wiley, and thank you so much for listening to AM630, The Word. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630, The Word, Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.